0: Up, internet! Logic doesn't apply to any of this. My name is Matthew Kroll, and I would clap, but I only have one hand. My name is Shahir Dow, and this is the only podcast about movies, specifically the Netflix surprise film, the Cloverfield Paradox. And this is a surprise episode surprise!
1: from us. We were like, we we, we want to drop, just like Netflix drop. We're like, hey, it's a Tuesday. Yeah,
0: what's happening? What, what else are we doing with our lives other than just waiting we on sh- the whims of other networks? It's Tell us what we should be watching after the Super
1: Bowl. <laughs> Imagine if every film was released like this one, where they drop a trailer and say the movie's coming out in an hour, and, and then we have to scramble. We have to scramble to put to put a podcast episode uh, out. Well,
0: we, here we are. We're doing this bonus episode. We're, do- uh, we're doing it live. We, we're doing. We're doing it live. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll enjoy. Um, yeah. So backstory. Tell fill us in, Matt. Super Bowl Sunday. Super what Bowl happened? Sunday. Um, let's see. Tom Brady. Uh, uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know either. But there was a lot of uh, lubricant form from his tears uh the the (laughs) gross (laughs) uh eagles won Hooray and spoilers, spoiler spoiler (laughs) alert (laughs) for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Um, But also uh, advertised was the kind of shady. uh, I'd heard about it, but not quite sort of third film in the uh, Cloverfield uh, oeuvre or or universe or the Cloververse or whatever you want to call it, um, which we'd been seeing across like, oh, it's going to be released in March or something like that.
1: There's a film somewhere
0: in the Cloverfield universe. We've seen we've seen it. uh, We just don't know anything about it. Untitled Cloverfield Project is what it was, was called. Netflix
1: went all Beyonce
0: on us, and And they were like, hey, here's the movie. Guess what? Here's a commercial that uh, didn't really sell me on it, but then they're like, you can watch it now. And I was like, is it a series? (laughs) And it is not. It is a movie.
1: And this this is amongst, obviously, like, so Super Bowl tradition. I, I was not really aware of this, but the Super Bowl tradition is movie trailers. Ah, uh, it has become that, yes. So, so in this year, we got the the Mission Impossible trailer. We the,
0: got the Solo trailer. The, okay. We yeah. got a TV spot for Infinity Imagine War. Imagine if they did that
1: with Han Solo, like the movie, the Solo movie. If they were like, here's the trailer, and here's the movie. <laughs> that we, what a world we would live in. I know. Because now we're going to get 12 trailers for Han Solo that are going to tell you everything you need to know. Side note,
0: it. I don't want to get too much in the weeds about that trailer. Yeah. Oh really? The Hanso Han I actually trailer? watched the 1 minute teaser.
1: Uh, I was curious because I because sure. I like Aiden um, Sure, I like him too. And I was curious like what's his uh, what's nothing, his take
0: on uh Nothing in that teaser or the trailer looks interesting to me. Right. And I was like wow. Yeah. I was like you know no you know what Donald Glover looks interesting to me. Yeah. That's it. Cuz he's Donald Glover. But like I I I don't know man. <laughs> I'm, I am I, I think this might be the breaking point for you. For Star Wars for me.
1: I, I just, you know, like a friend was texting me about it and I was like, what is the point of these movies? Who gives a shit? Yeah, like, do I need to know the backstory for Han Solo?
0: No, and, and, and I don't need the moments. I don't need the moments where he wins the Falcon, and I don't need the Kessel Run, and I don't need when he becomes friends with Chewbacca. Like, I don't need it. Yeah. Like, that's not what these stories are. <laughs> Whatever. It's not, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, look. Speaking of not needing it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> On top of all that, <laughs>
1: JJ Abrams bad robot decided to launch the trailer for Cloverfield and and here it is and 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 what a what a what is what a strange world we live in now? Where I look on the one hand, I was kind of like excited by this because it was like, oh look, I don't need to watch any trailers for this moment. I don't need to, any hype. It Here's actually, the movie.
0: It fits into your your watching style quite well. Yeah, it did. And I was like, and and, and also I wasn't watching the Super Bowl, so I was just like, you texted me during. Well, you <laughs> texted me during the Super Bowl. You're like, hey, we gotta tomorrow. Let's scramble. We gotta scramble. We gotta scramble record the this. jets. Uh, scramble the the <laughs> only podcast about movie fighter jets. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we did. We there are write off, which yeah. means we will be able to. The tax deductible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, backstory on on the Cloverfield Paradox. Ended. Yep. Backstory on Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Go.
0: Uh, the Cloverfield <laughs> was a film that took kind of the world a little bit uh, minorly by storm. Um, yeah. That was basically a reinvention of what the modern sort of like Godzilla esque monster movie could be done through the lens through of the found, the lens, found uh, footage, found footage, and also sort of street level activity when these things are going on. So you very rarely saw it. It was yeah. it was tense. It was scary. It was a movie I've I not since watched because I'm afraid to watch it on a smaller screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Ten Cloverfield Lane was a uh, what I consider a uh, uh, award worthy film mm-hmm. set in. And I liked it because they were doing these anthologies. It wasn't necessarily um, it wasn't necessarily taking place at the same time as the first Cloverfield movie, but it was a much different film set against the backdrop of a certain point in time of the story of yeah. when this monster, whatever the hell it was, aliens, etc., attacked the world's a smaller story done in a bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, with some amazing act, acting, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, yeah. uh, and uh,
1: directing and by Dan Trachtenberg, who, who just knocks yeah. the thing out, and of John parts. Goodman, yeah, oh god. And, and it was surprisingly one of the few films that we
0: agreed upon.
1: Yeah. Where I, I, I can't remember if it ended up on my top 10, or I think I think it either did, or it was like an honorable mention. I
0: think major. it did. I'm gonna go with it. Oh, speaking of top 10s this year, those films aren't on it. Yeah. Uh, I know this is a bonus episode, and you might be coming to us for the first time. Hello, yeah. welcome to the only podcast about movies. If you'd like to get caught up on our stuff very quickly. You can check out our year in review of Reviews of the Year. It's the podcast right before this one. It was released the day b- before di- this. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, time is not. Apparently time doesn't matter. And, and the paradox, uh, the Glowfield paradox teaches us that. Um, yeah. Check us out. Please uh, also email us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com uh, to tell us what you think about this film and all of uh, whatever, whatever, whatever movie quandaries you have. And also you can get us at Twitter at onlymoviepod, And I still check the Facebook. So you can check us out there.
1: I don't check the Facebook. So I don't care what you say on Facebook.
0: That, that's about me, You'll be back. About
1: I, me. Me or my big big bottom?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Wow! Where. This is like we're trying to be selling. or trying to sell ourselves here. Uh, my
1: big big bottom. Big, big what was bottom. what was that? What was that? That was a Cloverfield paradox. I am
0: literally not editing that out. <laughs> good, good. duh Leave it in. So, so now we have here the third film uh, in in the Cloverfield uh, trilogy anthology. I don't know. I, I would say anthology. Um, the
1: Cloverfield Paradox. Matt, tell us what the Cloverfield Paradox, or what IMDB, the Internet Movie Database, in this spatial dimension right. tells us about the Cloverfield Well, they Paradox.
0: scrambled to do this, obviously, <laughs> yeah. so it's done very quickly, as everyone's shit about this movie is. Yeah. Orbiting a planet on the brink of war, scientists test a device to solve an energy crisis and end up face-to-face with a dark alternate reality. So Event Horizon but not <laughs>
1: but not okay. and life and an alien but not oh well it's got to be alien because it's in the cloverfield universe. sure so again i was i got excited i was like hey this is a new thing it's like this idea we can just drop a movie
0: did you now hold on did you see the commercial you weren't watching the super bowl someone
1: texted me and said texted are you reviewing you. the cloverfield texted you. Yeah. okay
0: so i gotta tell you but so when i saw the trailer the commercial during the super bowl yeah I instantly thought it was a TV series instead. Mm -hmm. And that piqued my interest. And then when you texted me about the film, I'm like, is it a film? And I looked it up and it's a film. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that looked like a TV movie of the week okay. like that that looked, that looked like it had the budget of a television show. Right. And, or, or the editing or the pacing or the, the commercial for a yeah. television show, even, even uh, altered carbon, which I haven't gotten a chance to see on Netflix yet. Mm-hmm. Like it felt very much like that. And I was like, Oh, another sci-fi series. And it's Cloverfield this time. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and then I got far less excited after seeing that trailer and realizing it was a film. I was like, Oh, Okay. Oh, this is this might be a dumping ground.
1: Interesting backstory is that is that uh, the Cloverfield project, like Tin Cloverfield Lane, was originally a script that that Bad Robot purchased um, and just kind of wove it into the fabric of the Cloverfield universe and but- did
0: it very well, in my opinion.
1: Hmm. and okay. <laughs> um, uh, it was originally titled The God Particle. It was written by R.N. Uziel. Uh, I'm saying that horribly but but it, like Cloverfield uh, Tin Cloverfield Lane was a film that was um, again a, a standalone movie that they purchased and suddenly said well we could kind of fuse this into the Cloverfield Lane thing and I think I think that's actually a really smart play because what it does is you know it's hard to sell original sci-fi. It's hard to sell spec, and what it does is it basically puts it under a banner and says okay we'll fuse a couple of elements in, but it doesn't have to be like <laughs> slusho. Yeah, it doesn't have to be you know like completely you know same characters don't have to appear. No, I love like anthology. It's, it's an anthology, so anthologies it's a, the, are great. The Twilight Zone kind of theory of, yeah. of filming. Mm-hmm. But then I watched the movie. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched it. We watched it. We survived. How did uh, uh, how did how did you uh, you know how did you how did you uh, did you make it out of the paradox?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hour and forty minutes I sunk into it didn't. Yeah, uh, it's rough everyone Mm. listening it's a it's a rough piece of cinema yeah uh we actually um we it's funny uh, we just had a a special guest for an upcoming episode on Mm. our um on our little show we recorded right before this will be coming out uh next week for the post um and we were discussing (laughs) how spoilers (laughs) on what we're releasing (laughs) yeah uh and we were discussing how uh it's getting cheaper to make films and due to equipment getting better and and all that stuff and this movie Felt so much like because I got to say production value mm-hmm. it, it, for as much as I was sort of uh, crapping on the, the trailer itself. It looks good. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a competent looking film with actors that I really like.
1: Yeah. There's a lot. Daniel Brühl from, uh, from both uh, the Avengers. Yep. Uh, oh, of course, Captain, Civil War. The Civil Baron War. Zima. And also he was in the, um, the racing movie. The, uh, the one with uh, Chris Hemsworth also from the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, uh, also, uh,
1: uh I'm going to. Zhang Zhi. P- Zhang Zhi's in this thing. Zhang Zhi's in this. Um, uh, da- uh Chris, o, uh, Chris O'Dowd. Yep. And, um, and, uh, oh, I keep forgetting his name, but he played Martin Luther King. I love this guy. It,
0: David O'Elio. O- yes. And also, oh God, I'm going to butcher this name. The, yeah. the main character. Gugu uh, Mubatha raw Ro- oh Yeah, that's I- it. But, but, but she, she was one of the two leads in uh Sanju Perro, the black mirror episode. Ah, that like really. That's where I, yeah, seen her. <laughs> yeah. So like, these are people that I really like in a JJ Abrams property that I really like, um, <laughs> Directed
1: by, not a first-timer, but Julius Ona, who's a second a feature film. Again, you know, feature film, uh, a director kind of plucked out of uh, obscurity, so to speak, into into like, you know, a major Netflix release.
0: This has all the pieces lined up. The dominoes are set. And and, um, and it's sort of an interesting Netflix release as well. It's like, oh, Netflix could be. Dominoes m- are set to fall in an orderly and enjoyable and one of those oddly satisfying imagine, fashions. Imagine,
1: imagine if this movie... Lived up to all the things we just talked
0: about, and then it just sort of sets the table. All the dominoes are on on fire, <laughs> uh, and it melts all the dominoes together, and you f- you don't even look like dominoes anymore. It's can
1: I tell you the moment I I like fell off this train? Was it I,
0: was it the opening credits? No, oh. I fell
1: off this train hard at a, in like one particular moment. Okay, are and we this, getting into spoilers? I guess you know like if you if you're tuned into the show, and uh, um you can you could just stop and watch the movie. It's an hour and forty, and come it's back. It's right to in front us. of you. You have Netflix. So so. You know, we're uh, before we say before we go into the the official spoilers. Are we saying watch this movie?
0: <laughs> if you're no, ah, no, ah, no, no, no. It's not, it, look, it's not a. It's oh, not, that it's, hurts. It's that not, hurts
1: me to say. Yeah, because it's not the worst worst movie I've ever seen.
0: But it's but not. It's not enjoyable.
1: It's not. Yeah, and it's not like it's there, not, there's
0: there's competence there's yeah. competency you're seeing on screen. Yeah, the effects work is great. Um, but uh, there's nothing nothing to care about.
1: Yeah, and it's what I love. (laughs) The one thing I love about this is a film that you and I both actually flipped out over despite the entire critical mass going in the opposite direction, was a movie that came out last year, Life. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and what's great about the Cloverfield Paradox is the Cloverfield Paradox show illustrates, and I've seen this in a lot of reviews, how good life actually was. You know, like how, yeah. how strong history, life was. History will remember us well. <laughs> yeah, we, we've come out on the right side.
0: Check out our Life review. I'm sure that has like a 20-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay,
1: all caveats aside, we're in spoiler town now. Gloves are off the minute this film lost me oh god it it lost me so hard i was like oh boy and they've just ruined the cloverfield universe was when they cut to an interview with a writer (laughs) who's basically explaining what will happen if the hogs boson particle acceleration experiment goes wrong and he and this and this this character demons monsters creatures from the sea will just come into our universe and i was like Yeah, cool. you've just kind of blown what was great about the first two movies. That
0: character plays um, Bullock on uh, Gotham, who I love him on Gotham, Mm -hmm. uh, that actor. And also, uh, secondly, the character, um, I'll see if I can find it Mm -hmm. real quick. Uh, it's Donald Logue, Mark Stambler. Does he appear in another film? Stambler is the last name of John Goodman's character. Oh, there you go. I mean, there's fun. That's the other thing. So that I love a good tie-in. I love a good Easter egg and a tie-in. That's but that's a, not an easy, saying that this is what will happen. Like basically, this no, no, is the no, no, reason. No, no, I'm, sorry, no, no yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not yeah. saying what the characters what the character's saying is vapid and stupid, and yeah. the script is awful. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is, I like that they both have the same last name because I'm like, <laughs> oh, are they like? Is that his brother? Yeah. Is that like? It's just I like yeah. that. It's a tie-in tissue. that you don't need to and know. It's small, and you don't need to know it. So if you if it goes over your head, great. If it doesn't, you're like, I thought I saw a thing, and I but this I is like so that. bad. Oh, it's awful.
1: That it actually retroactively ruins Tin Cloverfield Lane. You know what I mean? Like, like it, because because if Team Cloverfield Lane is part of this anthology, the thing that made Cloverfield and Team Cloverfield Lane was you didn't know what the mystery was. You didn't know what was happening. Sure,
0: but this, this does the cheap seats thing that J.J. Abrams has done in the past with a little uh, unknown sci-fi uh, franchise called Star Trek, um, where he, to, to appease everybody— mm uh he lets everything exist at the same time meaning the original star trek still exists because it's an alternate dimension of the of the current new star uh you know yeah, chris yeah. pine led yeah. star trek so this is a thing where like well, if you enjoy the other two Cloverfield movies, canonically you still can. Yeah, uh, but but it's it. This is this is rough fare, and you can kind of see why this wasn't exactly this genius marketing. Well, maybe it was a genius marketing play from Paramount selling to Netflix, and then Netflix doing it like this. Yeah, because they're like,
1: we've got this film that if we put is, it in a theater It's not
0: landing. Yeah, if they, we put
1: it in a theater, it's not going to do well. They
0: did the right thing for the wrong reasons, or yeah. the or the. I don't know if that's correct. Maybe but, they,
1: it was the genius because we because because here's the truth we probably wouldn't do a podcast about it if it wasn't for the market.
0: We wouldn't be doing it the way we're doing it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, you're getting a lot of buzz on the Cloverfield name, even if it is, uh, it's funny. It's, I won't even call this film like hot garbage. I love that phrase. It's not, it's not not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's milk toast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, it's the generic brand white bread (laughs) of sci-fi. It, that does all the things wrong that sci-fi you can sometimes let let go with if yeah. you like like the characters or engage in the story, but it just doesn't bother to do any of that either.
1: And th- the thing, you know, as I was watching it, basically the, from the title, it's the Cloverfield Paradox. So, so like all great paradoxes in cinema, uh, you're basically gonna get something anachronistic. Something happens that's gonna be anachronistic and you're not gonna understand it. And this happens right at the very beginning of this film. Sure. Basically, once the Hogs boson, you know, the Higgs boson style particle accelerator thing happens all of a sudden a a new crew member appears in the
0: walls of a spaceship and 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 things are displaced and all of a sudden in other things
1: yeah and you're gonna be like okay i'm sure these these Plot holds which don't make sense to me now will eventually make sense because it's the paradox. Yep, and, that's and, it the, will, yep. and and these will these will tie together. So at the beginning of this film, I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm curious to see how that person ended up in that wall, or I'm curious to see why the worms ended up in that person, or I'm curious to see why this person's hand is is floating dis, disembodied from their body and knows how to write a major plot point on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. At the end of the film I was like, "Hey, wait a minute. What about all those things that I was like really
0: interested in?" Didn't answer mm-hmm. shit.
1: Even the biggest one, which is this this new character which pops up who pops up inside the wall of space. And by the way, it like again another, you know, if the first point lost me was that was that new story when the, the second point was like they hear this like screaming in the walls and one character is like, "We need to open that." And I was like, "No, you don't."
0: <laughs> no, you don't need to uh, open that. I would I would I, look, I'm not I'm not saying the writing is is good at all because yeah. it is so boilerplate it is nonsensical Mm -hmm. at certain points and and tonally characters Mm -hmm. they're trying to make you like have characters have different personality but all they're doing is breaking tone of the movie the the guy who loses his arm because it gets randomly sucked into a wall for Mm -hmm. no reason and then it appears somewhere else after he loses it with a clean cut that you can still see the bone in the thing it makes no fucking sense to anything else that's happening in the film that character is is so cool with everything. He's just fine with yeah, everything. He's like he's like my arm. It's and I fine. get he's supposed to be the comic relief, but he uh, throws boy. everything off. And it's yeah. like, and then it got me thinking. And I've read some reviews of this as well. If this was a comedy, yeah. you might be able to get away with this shit. If but they, it's not, but a but oh, it is
1: not. Yeah, it, I mean, it has like but body horror, like rising. But in it's it.
0: treating it's it's treating the world in which it lives in, in in a flippant way that a comedy would normally do. Because because a comedy wouldn't be obsessed with those sort of things it would be obsessed about making you laugh this movie just doesn't do anything right and it's it's you know um so so again the 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 the
1: structural problems in that there are things that happen that don't make sense that you would expect to be explained away by the paradox. Sure. For example, like a film like Looper mm-hmm. or Terminator 2 or t- you know any well, of the Terminator or Back to the Futures or any, any kind of time travel paradox, split dimension, quantum physics kind of film. Their
0: explanation is spoilers <laughs> now full is uh, they got warped to a different reality. Yeah. Uh, and now the bits of both realities are merging together. Right. It doesn't quite make logical sense. And and they even make an excuse even what um, – the quote I said, logic doesn't apply uh, (laughs) – they they say it as a sort of like – red herring sort of just like thing so anything's okay to do that's weird and freaky. At first I was like oh like maybe when things occupy the same physical space but then like that doesn't make any sense especially with like the, the Russian guy who's like I start twitching and then he's full of worms and then he has a gyroscope in him and he was walking around fine before yeah, with this giant he, gyroscope the size of his pelvic bone. But uh, he decides also to like print a gun. He prints a gun. He, he talks in the mirror to seemingly some sort of controlling entity but then that goes it's no. <laughs> uh, it makes no fucking sense. I, the, the the printing of the gun is the most believable thing in this film.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the the Chris O'Dowd's hand uh basically appearing dis disembodied, disembodied after you know, like, being dis-
0: sucked into a wall.
1: Yeah, and then appearing like you know thing from uh Adam's family. All that
0: was missing was the uh, noise of like when it lo- when it got lost. And then uh,
1: and then it writes a major plot point on a piece of paper I'm like okay so at some point we will see the other side of this hand
0: the gyroscope that helps uh, I guess not only power the particle accelerator but also power the navigation system which is just lung size it's just like it's it's the size of a it's a small it's like a a soccer ball it's a soccer ball size it's a
1: perfectly sized to fit in your small intestine
0: Uh, (laughs) the hand writes that down uh, cut open Russian guy and then they go and cut open Russian guy and there's the thing that was missing for no like that not only did it not make sense it didn't mean anything, anything. yeah it doesn't it could have they could have cut that all out and had the thing been there the entire time it wasn't slowing anything down de- there were other problems on the ship yeah many numerous problems uh, like like the writing the <laughs> writing was atrocious I think the, the the main characters um all speak to each other and either in platitudes or in that co- sort of like if I'm talking Shahir, this is what I'm thinking, Shahir, yeah. and like it's that whole like like let's drop like, everyone's name.
1: I did like that Zhang Ji's character spoke in Chinese, and and
0: and other, every other character let's, knew Chinese. Let's, I like that. Let's let's get off the kick circle wagon for a second. <laughs> Something this film does great is it has a super diverse cast, sure. and and not only is it, it's <laughs> not diversity for diversity's sake, which is also okay in my book, <laughs> yeah. But it's also like it makes sense because and the world they set up was kind of interesting, yeah, it, or, or it had the possibility to be interesting. <laughs> The world itself uh, is slowly going is on the brink of war because there's a power crisis, which will be there one day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this space station, this international thing, the Cloverfield Space Station or the Cloverfield Accelerator yeah. uh, is the thing that if they can get it to work, free energy for everybody and people can calm the fuck down. Right. That's an interesting premise to me. Yeah. Um, but they do nothing with
1: it. Yeah, here's what I think is is really interesting and and again, I bring it back to why Ten Cloverfield Lane really worked. Ten Cloverfield Lane had arguably a less interesting main character than um than Hamilton in this film, the main character in this film. Really? Yeah, I I, I think okay, she she's follow, follow, she's, yeah. a, she's, a, she's a less interesting character. She's just this sort of she's running she's away She's a
0: girl running away from Bradley Cooper.
1: Yeah, running away from her problems and she gets trapped in this 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 bunker and she has to she has to contend with this idea of am I crazy or is this guy crazy? Yes. Like, you know, is he
0: right? Am I wrong? She's it, a great audience cipher. She's you know, not a great character.
1: Yeah. And then, and then the, you know, when they introduce the monster at the end of, of uh, tin clove lane, it actually plays into her story. arc because by the end of it, instead of running away from her problem, she runs She's into facing it. Yeah. And with it, a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. And it's like, and and it's a it's a simple arc, but it really works and it lands because the story is committed to it. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's about human characters. That's the other yeah. thing too. Like the characters she interacts with, the two mm-hmm. of them, yeah. are are legit, full fledged, interesting characters. Interesting characters.
1: Hamilton in this film, the the lead lead character, has mm-hmm. an interesting arc. She is a she is a mother who decides to go on this journey because her children died because of an energy overload that she tra- that she that she um,
0: that she may have been responsible. It was for. a little she, bit convoluted, but uh, the, she
1: managed to buy the seed. This whole thing.
0: Yeah, this is literally <laughs> as if if Casey Affleck started feeling guilty <laughs> yeah. and then decided to become an astronaut to fix the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the film introduces this quandary, the paradox for her, which is that in this new reality, she never had to do that because her children are still alive. And so the film, if the film actually followed that thread, it could have, it honestly could have been more compelling than 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 what we got in Teen Cloverfield Lane. now I love what they did in Teen Cloverfield Lane because they, I agree. because it actually really works and the, you could have the best of both worlds if yeah, they did it, But they didn't. But the problem here is that there's no what what they what they can what this film confuses is 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 plot mechanics for story arc, and and what happens is there yeah. is 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 the plot mechanics take over? You know, so you get into this thing of like the paradox. What is this arm? How does this? Where's the where's the uh, gyroscope gone? What, you know, I've got to fix this thing. I've got to fix that, and I got to get off the the boat. But it entirely conf- misses all of the. The actual character arc that should drive all of those decisions, yeah, and and it just doesn't have any of the, and what it means is that you just don't connect to this, and unfortunately, then on top of that, it 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 demythologizes the Cloverfield universe, yeah, you know, like for no, it's the
0: flashpoint, it's the big bang of the Cloverfield, yeah, for
1: no apparent reason, and and it doesn't do anything, and so and so, I my 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 theory is here is that Netflix. Saw an opportunity to 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 bump ratings, Mm -hmm. Paramount or or Bad Robot get
0: it off the shelves. Yeah, basically
1: said, well, we can get this off our shelves, um, and and there was an opportunity here, and and yes, we are all talking about it, but unfortunately,
0: marketing wise, it's a great flash in the pan move.
1: But it's one of those shorts. Maybe it's one of those short sighted flash in the pan moves because ultimately now what is that feeling about the Cloverfield universe? Like we're, up until this movie, I was like, Oh, I, I really liked about it. Yeah. I really like Cloverfield. Yeah. I like what they're doing. I like this idea that there's this anthology film. We don't really need to know what the mystery is, but we're going to get these interesting stories in that anthology. And now I'm like, Oh, what if they keep doing this? Well, maybe the, the, this is the Highlander
0: the, three. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the next one is an untitled. I forget which world war it takes place. Yeah. But it, it takes a world war. or yeah, Something, something. Uh, maybe um, but, it's world war nine and it hasn't happened yet. Uh, twist the
1: uh, twas the night before Christmas. This is probably this is
0: probably the thing that J.J. Abrams has his name on that I've enjoyed the least. Yeah. Uh, okay, and and again, I think he's just executive producer. Yeah, i I'm, I you know I wouldn't I wouldn't land this on his. No, 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 no. But like. Can we talk about tone deaf sci-fi? So we've, we've laid it all out. Okay. Um, Oh, and side note the, the B storyline of, of, um, Hamilton's husband, uh, rescuing a little girl, it goes uh, nowhere. it goes nowhere. It's just a literally excuse to show the shadow of a monster walking by a burnt out gas station. But like, it which takes, will
1: pay off at the end for no
0: reason. It, well, it's not the same monster. It doesn't, it doesn't it look, look like it. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's it's it means absolutely. No. I thought there might be like an interesting twist of like it's not the world she went back. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Does The paradox doesn't matter. doesn't matter and doesn't Well, the paradox isn't even a paradox. It's <laughs> just a bunch of sh- A paradox is a thing that you don't understand for What can we look up the definition of what a paradox is? I want to know what the, the Webster definition Okay,
1: we're going to we're going to we're going to debate 101 this thing.
0: Well, I kind of <laughs> look it up real quick while I pontificate <laughs> over this a little a bit more. A seemingly absurd or self-contradictory
1: statement or proposition that when investigated or explained may prove to be well founded or true, it's that that thing where something okay, there will, it is yeah you'll, to, something anachro- uh, uh, anachronistic will happen and will be explained by itself towards the end.
0: This movie does fifty percent of that definition, mm-hmm. therefore not meeting the definition of what is in the title. <laughs> right. That's it, it, it. There's no. It's <laughs> just a bunch of random shit, and you can't just call it the Cloverfield bunch of random shit. Yeah, uh, it's rough. So so that so sci-fi. Okay, okay. Um, I've been talking a lot as I've, I've, I've sort of uh, talked about on the show. I've been hanging and, and speaking a lot with James Port now of Extra mm-hmm. Credits. Uh, he's been a friend of the show for a while. He, uh, check out our uh, a couple panels we did or the Civil War uh, review way back in the day if you want to hear from him. Okay. Uh, we've been talking about sci-fi a lot because uh, they just released a series on YouTube called Extra Sci-Fi where they break down sci-fi in, in very intelligent in ways you haven't you haven't thought of. Yet. Like like we like we don't do. Like we don't <laughs> yeah. do. No, no. But I'm talking like the concepts like even talking about starting with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and like, all, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and we've been talking about about what makes sci-fi effective? Mm -hmm. And it's when you can take something like an interesting scientific theory, like a particle accelerator causing a paradox, Mm -hmm. and say something with it. Yeah, like what you said, we could have gotten with Hamilton's character had we really invoked the. What would you? You know, because that is that's a that's a powerful powerful paradox. That's a powerful thing. Your children have died in your universe. You. But, uh, but you find out that the universe you've been teleported to, even though you have to get everyone else home, they're alive in that universe. And then you want to go there, but then they're also still already have their mother, but you say you kind of want to save them and you don't know where your place is and all this. And there could be a real interesting moral quandary. Hell you, could, I, the road I thought they were going to go down, but that was silly. Cause that would mean it'd have meaning is uh, what would happen. Won't the universe still be fucked up if she stays and how selfish of a move would that be? Yeah. And like whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways you could, you could actually take that. So like, this film is just this, it's literally a paint by numbers of what not to do with your sci-fi franchise.
1: I, you know, you know, here's that thing we were talking about where it's, it's not a bad movie.
0: No, no, no But it's, 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 it's total boilerplate. It is. No,
1: but you know what I think it is? It feels like at some point, uh, faith in this movie got abandoned. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like,
0: because I feel and like then they just put together a product.
1: Yeah, because I feel like if you if you I, I feel like what probably got people excited at the beginning when they read the God particle screenplay, which is what this film originally was, mm-hmm. was this idea: oh, this is paradox, and this explains that, and this explains that, and you know, there's probably. I, I i i'm i'm i look and this you're, is me you're being, guessing. you're guessing this, this, around this no this is me being generous here is that is that the things oh, that is we, this is what that looks like yeah this is when the things that we're complaining about were probably answered at some point but at some point they just it, it didn't deliver it didn't land for whatever reason and faith in what this product was was eventually banned we saw this in um the other film that i think this was a real clear example of was the the dark tower
0: Uh, you know, a film where (laughs) like this felt
1: like that. Yeah. Where they just kind of like, you know, or uh, fantastic four you know, like where, where faith in the product in the project suddenly abandoned halfway through. And it was just a matter of like, can we just get this thing over the finish line? I will and say, that's what this film feels like to me.
0: I will say, if you want to look at it as an exercise of getting a film over the finish line, this film does that way better than both dark tower and fantastic. It is Four. better than those two films uh, it, <laughs> because this film for all of it's no. listen, it, none of it makes sense, yeah. but it, it, it at least acknowledges that and, and, and doesn't even try to excuse it. It's just like, Oh, none of it makes sense. So cool. And so, like i'll take it yeah it's the super lazy way out and that's fine but you did finish you did finish the race you did complete a thing yeah. that is that is that is a movie yeah exactly
1: it, it, it's not it doesn't fall apart as badly as those two other films no. did. um and and for that you you have to say like julius ona who is the director of this yeah. you know like and again he's a, you know uh second time helmer of a feature film um maybe that's that's to his you know like a lot of, I, I was directing something recently where the producers said, said something to me along the lines of um of when when a project goes well it's a team effort when it goes badly it's the director's fault and huh. and I and, and I do you know I do agree with that I this sort of the buck stops with the director kind of thing but I understand what they were trying to say was that like when when something goes well you have to give credit to everybody even though you know the director might be the person at the center of that and when it goes badly you have to take responsibility for every Thing. And, and if there's one thing to like credit the director on here is that it doesn't, it doesn't fall apart completely. It doesn't like, it doesn't become the dark. Te- it doesn't become fantastic four, which really falls apart. You know, like fantastic four falls apart in a way that just feels like we, everyone's just bailed on this thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. everyone, everyone is in it to the end. It's just that the pieces don't align and don't come together In a a way that feels like this was the thing that got everyone excited.
0: There's a tone deafness to it. It, It's literally like okay, what are some great things? I love peanut butter, I love spaghetti. (laughs) <laughs> and I also really love um, highlighters. I, I love the smell of highlighters. These are three three things that arguably are good or bad for you. And instead of using them all in their proper ways or even focusing on one of those things, you really like you use them all at the same time uh, in your nose. Like it feels it feels <laughs> like the strangest right? analogy. But that, but literally, that's what this movie is doing. Is it is it a, a horror film? Absolutely not. Because yeah. nothing in it is scary. Is it a mystery? No, because mysteries have solutions yeah is it uh is it a uh, uh, uh um uh philosophical questioning of where you stand in the importance of the self of you in a universe or multiple universes no because that's too hard like it's just it's it's all of these things it sprinkles and it touches on them but instead of doing anything meaningful with one specific thing it just crams them all into an hour and 40 minutes and is like guess what it's free on netflix Like, that's, that's, (laughs) and that's sad because I like, I like Cloverfield and I like, I like uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane and I like what this franchise or anthology franchise could have become and this is a blight on it that makes me worry that it 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 might not now granted there's bad episodes of the twilight zone yeah like let's maybe we're being a little too doom and gloom in here and we're not we're not paying anything for it other than what we're paying anyway so (laughs) we're literally shitting on a free thing um and 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 look from a marketing perspective Time will tell. Yeah, based on the next theatrical, if there even is one Cloverfield thing. Honestly, what this did get me, what I'd rather at this point is, I'd rather a TV series. I'd rather Netflix do or who, whoever. Well, they've got one, Black Mirror. No, but no, I mean, I'm talking not, about you know, in the Cloverfield universe. In the,
1: Clo- in the Cloverfield
0: universe. Yeah, like, and I'm talking maybe every like an season. Anthology. Maybe every season instead, it's like an American Horror Stories type thing where it's yeah. like one version of the Cloverfield thing. We get like twelve episodes. I don't know. Like that would be fun for me. Um, maybe. Or maybe it'd be this.
1: I I remember in, I was just looking this back up, uh, in the year 2000, in
0: the year 2000,
1: 2000, (laughs) uh, there was a film called Supernova. Which came out, which oh. was directed by Walter Hill. Yep. And uh, Francis Ford Coppola, of all people, was brought in to re-edit the film. And all of a sudden, and I think it's a really similar story, which is that it was just—it was a film that just wasn't quite working. At some point, every, you know, the thing is, a science fiction movie is something that you really got to get on board with on a, at a ground level because because it's not easy to make a science fiction movie. It's world building. You yeah. need
0: to be committed to the world you're building and understand the rules of the world you're building, and yeah. then you can do all of the big heady shit after that.
1: Exactly, and you've got to like you've got to be in on the ground floor, you know, like and 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 the ground floor needs to be stable. It's not like oh, I'm gonna go do like a, a true crime shoot 'em up or something. It can't like be that.
0: made of, of body worms. Yeah, because yeah, be-
1: <laughs> that's right. Your your foundation can't be made of worms, <laughs> which is all our foundations, I guess. Well, Maybe, technically you know, it's Stardust, yeah, but yeah, let's yeah. not get, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but this, it just, it just has that feeling that, that, and again, it's, it's just a weird thing where, where, where I think it was just like, okay, we just got to cut our losses at this point. 100%. Um. But, but, it's weird because it's not the kind of cut losses that that The Dark Tower felt like, where they were just reshooting it. I felt like all well, the actors were committed to the moments they had to give, and the story, like they felt like they were in better movies than they were in.
0: I would love to know the numbers, and because of the way Netflix operates, we never will. Not even the viewership. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. I would look at Dark Tower's profits versus what it spent on marketing. Yeah. versus this movie's profits based on one commercial. I did, it, yeah, no, and, like and it was a genius piece of marketing. It was. It was great. Yeah, it was like hey. Hey, here's the movie. Like that, that to me, I would love to know what and you works. C- you couldn't, you can't do what that. What made at, more money or what lost less money?
1: Yeah, I guess, you know, because we don't know the, how the metric system works for uh, for Netflix. Um, In the U.S., no one knows how the metric. <laughs> that's true. But like, because you can't do this at a movie theater. You can't do this, you know, like no. you can never, you couldn't like release something at the Super Bowl trailers and go, okay, now go, you know, rock up to your movie theater down the street uh, and pay 15 bucks and go see the movie. There's it, literally it, a it,
0: switch that they deliver it to your home.
1: Yeah, it was like literally on my, and this is the dream of Sony entertainment, you know, back in the day of, of, of like, you know, film distributors back in the day. was like, we could just turn the movie on and you will have it beamed into your brain. Um, it's a shame, you know, Netflix does release some great originals. I was thinking of Beasts of No Nations. Yeah. Um, you know, like imagine if this was Beast of No Nations. Yeah uh Oakcha, yeah imagine if this was Oakcha.
0: yeah um, but listen and again i don't want to this isn't in no way a critique of Netflix. i think it's very smart what netflix did with this yeah um it was but, the smartest play for what they had yeah well for what they, they bought it knowing that like they, they paramount and <laughs> and uh and netflix knew exactly what the deal was and why yeah um i like and and, and again i like that netflix does it roll the dice it, it rolls the it rolls the dice Constantly, And I think that's lovely. Yeah. Uh, and I hope it's still profitable for them. I mean, uh, you know, we'll see how it not just this, but like how the how the how the long con goes. Yeah. Um, I just wish that a, a, a film in an anthology that I was hoping would would continue to grow and, and be favorites of mine um, wouldn't have had a miss this hard. Yeah. And it did. And it, it,
1: it, you can't, you, you know, fool me once kind of thing. Uh, yeah. You can't, they really, if they're going to do this again, they need to stick the landing
0: with whatever the film is. Not even the landing. You have to, you have to stick the, the beginning of the routine, the, it has the to take the, off. Yeah. It has to take off, stay up for a while and then land. Like it can't, you can't just have something that's half-assed at this point or else it'll, it'll go away forever. And you know what? Sometimes that stuff happens. I mean, yeah. whatever, but like maybe it doesn't have to. And I, you know, I guess, look
1: uh, I I like the idea that that by giving something a Cloverfield banner you could put in an original science fiction script into the world that might have a tough time going
0: 10 Cloverfield Lane wouldn't have wouldn't have yeah, gotten 10, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have that, got it without the name
1: um but but then it unfortunately, the, the 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 power the what that scene does where it tries to explain away the monsters from the first two films is so bad and it's so badly done that it that it there's a lot of that it, it those first two films are good enough to stand on their own it almost diminishes the power of the franchise in one foul swoop
0: well hundred percent it does it's 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 when you ta- you can't. <laughs> again it's the ingredients analogy you can't have two great ingredients and then put dog shit on it, like I, just, it I gotta
1: try this highlighter peanut butter spaghetti you keep talking hey about. listen well, well i'll cook
0: one up after the show anyway we this is i mean i don't really have much else to say about we this we, do, we don't need to don't don't watch it <laughs> that, that, that's what i would say i mean look if you're if you're morbidly curious or you want if you're a film student that wants to to know what what you shouldn't do based on having something be empty <laughs> right
1: I, I would also I would recommend watching it for those who are in film distribution
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> also and uh, let's do another compliment I think the effects work and the, and, and there's money put on this thing like I, yeah. I think there's a scene in particular it's a quintessential it's in every fucking space station damage movie yeah. but like when they have to like go open space walk jump from one thing to another and that scene was yeah. very effective for me from being like spatially aware of what was going on Plus, uh, it felt dangerous. Again, I didn't give a shit about the characters, but it felt dangerous and it felt real to me, which a lot of those scenes do. In these movies, don't.
1: I thought there was a clever scene involving the potential drowning of a character. Yes. When the 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 walls of you know water was basically introduced into space
0: and yep. immediately freezes. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I you know, like it's one of those things Again. where like
0: I wish it was in a better movie. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So uh, don't waste your time. Uh the, <laughs> This
1: yeah. is the the the
0: fastest episode we've ever done. Well, listen, we banged it we out. We banged it out. Look, just,
1: this is, if this is anything to Netflix, we can respond just as quickly just as quickly as, as, quickly as, as you, as you as can
0: as drop them. This has been the only podcast. That about the film The Cloverfield Paradox. Shaheer, <laughs> when we aren't just waxing ecstatic about non sequiturs, where can folks find you? Oh, that was a that was, that was was reach. Yep. Much like this film. Yeah,
1: uh, you I was can trying find, to say on brand. <laughs> you can find me at shaheerdowd.com. That's S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D. Matt, when you are rapidly editing together an episode <laughs> so that we can reach the masses just in time after they've watched the movie. So we are the
0: home of podcast discussions. I've <laughs> lost Lost no, I've, no, lo- no. I've lost that. <laughs> uh, so again, on brand, you can find me at uh dot com, for my life and works. Skeletor, the number four, prez on Instagram or Emperor MSK on Twitter. Also, uh, oh, check out some stuff we just uh, we've been doing lately. Uh, you can check us out uh, at onlymoviepodcast. Uh, dot com, where for all of our life and works, we also got a SoundCloud. You can check out. You want to email us, please do it only movie podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the Cloverfield paradox
1: and check out our top 10 episode, which dropped right before this, dropped
0: right before this.
1: If Uh, you, if you're just joining us for the Cloverfield paradox, you've got a lot of catching up. You can do,
0: if you'd like to do your Oscar homework in one, one and a half hour chunk, (laughs) you could get it all done. I think in my opinion, in my humble opinion on the show, I'm half of, uh, (laughs) Uh yeah, please check that stuff out and uh and and just just uh just just you know well, what? What should we drop
1: next? What should the should we do like a, a special drop episode on uh ooh, the good place. I'm watching the good place. Oh, right the
0: now. good place is excellent. Yeah, let's talk about some is that on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, you know what else is good? End of the fucking world. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I haven't, haven't finished it yet. It's lovely. Also, I gotta say, uh the Punisher. Of the Punisher series is surprisingly after you watch the whole thing, and I'll, it it I can't believe what they did with that character and making it almost almost uh currently and and socially. Important and relevant about about things such as sexism and the way we treat veterans. Like I'm like the Punisher did this. Yeah, it's it's my compare fav-
1: that to the trailers for uh for the Bruce Willis remake of Death. No, Wish, you know, which is no. basically the Punisher. I know, in a but, different but tone deaf again.
0: Tone deaf. Yeah. uh God, that movie is going to be this. What this movie is for sci-fi. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's lots of good stuff on Netflix, and if you get bored, just watch Friends. <laughs> uh, anyway, we will see you next week with our the post review with special guest Alzo Slade. Ooh, great uh, he yeah and, <laughs> and he's, voice. he is a great man great voice great comedian great photographer great uh f- philosophy professor yeah so we got we got a triple threat coming up you hear no and we're gonna be talking about steven spielberg yeah so tune in then and uh until then we'll see you on your couch watching better films than the Cloverfield in a paradoxical world we'll
1: be in your ears and you'll be like how did they get there and we'll explain it in the
0: next one and that universe it's also everyone's a panda (laughs) and made of soap with highlighter spaghetti pasta (laughs) we were done bye bye